The following was recorded at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. So President Morsi and the Muslim Brotherhood are out of power at this time. Contrast that with the way the Muslim Brotherhood thrived two years ago in the chaotic aftermath of President Hosni Mubarak's ouster. Samar Shahata is an associate professor at the University of Oklahoma. He's traveled extensively to Egypt to study the Muslim Brotherhood. He says the transition from Mubarak to Morsi had been a difficult one. Mr. Morsi is Egypt's first democratically elected president, and he did win in elections that had a great deal of integrity. At the same time, the entire transition process has been fraught with difficulties. You'll remember that it was put forward by the military council, uh, largely Mr. Mubarak's cronies, who incompetently put forward a plan where. Uh, a constitution would come after elections and so on. And in fact, the first parliamentary elections in Egypt, their legitimacy was nullified by the Supreme Constitutional Court and the, and the body was dissolved. So the transition has been a mess, to put it mildly. I think the main thing to get out of what's been going on in Egypt over the last three days is the overwhelming rejection by the Egyptian people as seen in the squares in Cairo and in many other cities across the country of Mr. Morsi's rule. He has been incompetent. Um, he has been dismissive of the concerns of wide segments of Egyptians who do not share the Muslim Brotherhood vision. As you know, for years, starting with Gamal Abdel Nasser in the 60s through Anwar Sadat and Hosni Mubarak, they, they all tried to diffuse the power of the Muslim Brotherhood, even eliminate them. Uh, and I get that a lot of people say Morsi hasn't kept certain promises, but it wasn't until an actual Muslim brother achieved the highest office in the country through elections, uh, it, it seems that the organization is the closest it's ever been to being irrelevant. Uh, explain the disconnect. Did the people not know who they, they were voting for? Well, this is really a great irony of the Muslim Brotherhood's history, and that is that their coming to power through the election of Mr. Morsi has been their undoing um, and has been disastrous for their standing in Egyptian society. Up until the uprising, up until Mr. Morsi's um, election, the Muslim Brotherhood was seen even among skeptics as being a group that faced tremendous hostility, unfairness, repression, torture, and so on. They were known for providing social services, particularly to middle class and lower class um, um, Egyptians and so on. But now that they have come to power, as it were, they have set themselves up for failure. Let's look briefly at how the U.S. has reacted to these protests. They've mostly been quiet, and yet the U.S. still has a massive military aid package for Egypt. Uh, so still tacitly aiding Egypt's army. Why do you think President Obama is not willing to speak about this? Well, Mr. Obama, of course, is in a bind because he cannot really be seen as being against the democratic process in elections, which were monitored by uh, the Carter Foundation and all kinds of other international uh, groups and so on. The United States has been dealing with the Egyptian government and Mr. Morsi as the legitimate representatives of the Egyptian people. Um, and at the same time, at the same time, uh, he can't be seen as backing Mr. Morsi as the United States backed Mr. 
Mr. Mubarak in the face of overwhelming, uh, overwhelming protests. And of course, the United States wants to maintain good relations with the Egyptian military, which has been receiving $1.3 billion of the U.S. largesse every year since the late 1970s. So that's the position of the Obama administration. So is this the downfall of just Morsi or Morsi and all of the Muslim Brotherhood? It's not necessarily the downfall of the Muslim Brotherhood. There's no question that their image and popularity has been damaged considerably and I think forever. But Mr. Morsi uh, and the Muslim Brotherhood have hundreds of thousands of supporters and hundreds of thousands of others who sympathize with them. And I don't think they are going to magically disappear from the political landscape. Samir Shahata, Associate Professor at the University of Oklahoma. Thanks so much for your time. You're welcome.